This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Sterling Fox. In just a few minutes, we'll meet Andrew Lacey, CEO of Prenuvo, who will talk about early detection and preventative health actions we can take to reduce our risk of cancer and other life-threatening conditions. Later in our second hour, John Carlson returns from holidays with a fresh Vancouver market real estate update and lots more on the 1% Realty story. But first, here are some of the top consumer stories we're following this week. Ford is recalling over 340,000 F-150 model pickup trucks from the last three model years here in Canada for a seatbelt fire risk. A total of 2 million vehicles, when you include the U.S. and Mexico, the 340,000 are Canadian. The problem is with the seatbelt pretensioner, which is the device that snugs your seatbelt up when you put it on. Some pretensioners can create sparks, which can cause a fire. Ford has said it is heard of 17 such fires in the U.S. and six here in Canada. This affects most 2015 through 2018 Ford F-150s, and customers who think their vehicle may be affected are instructed to contact their dealer. All repairs will be provided at no cost to customers. The number of short-term rentals in Vancouver is down by almost 50% since the city's regulations went into full effect on September 1st. When the city's new short-term regulations went live in April, there were about 6,600 listings in Vancouver. That number has dropped to just over 3,700 as of this week. New and existing hosts had until the end of August to obtain a license and comply with the regulations, while the city went after operators who would clearly not meet the new rules. Staff has investigated more than 2,600 short-term rental listings to date, and since September 1st, as in this week, 294 new addresses have been flagged for non-compliance and are subject to enforcement. This week, the city also started enforcement and targeting unlicensed or invalid license online listings. Fines can run from $1,000 per offense, and in some cases that could mean up to $1,000 per day per platform. The city is encouraging residents to report the address and URL of suspected illegal short-term rentals through 311 or online at vancouver.ca or by submitting a report through the VanConnect app. Since April, the city has received around 1,300 complaints from residents about illegal short-term rentals. Well, we know we live in the most expensive city in Canada, but is that reason enough for us to end up being called the unhappiest city in Canada? If it's any consolation to you, we're tied with Toronto at 98th and last on a list of 98 metropolitan areas and economic regions. Researchers at McGill and here at UBC looked at life satisfaction in over 1,200 communities across Canada and found those who live in cities are less happy than those who live in smaller towns or rural areas. They used information from StatsCan Health Surveys and the General Social survey and they say no it's not about commute times or income levels or in our case ridiculously priced housing 
Nope. It's actually just all about how much of, of a sense of belonging people feel about their communities, using words like trust, involvement, and a chance to join others to improve lives, with each element adding to the happiness quotient. The important part of the researcher's work is to encourage city planners need to create room for people to experience those important human connections, thereby increasing the happiness factor. Another a recall to tell you about this time of food recall being issued for compliments chili powder due to possible salmonella contamination. Yesterday, the Canadian Food Inspection Agency announced McCormick Canada is recalling compliments brand chili powder due to possible salmonella contamination. The product is sold in a 155 gram bag with the code 2020 May 25th. The recalled product should be disposed of or returned to the store a purchase. Keep in mind, food contaminated with salmonella may not appear or smell spoiled. Anyone who becomes sick from consuming this product should contact their doctor. And lots more information about salmonella is available at the Health Canada website. And thus far, by the way, there haven't been any reported illnesses from the consumption of the product, which again is the Compliments brand chili powder in the 155 gram bag. And the Oscars are looking to improve their image and their awards TV show. First, the Academy Awards dropped the most popular film award it had considered introducing this year. Then they promised to, well, speed up the Blinken show. Last year's effort took almost four hours and consequently was 19% lower in the ratings than the previous year. The Academy promised a three hour show this year to make it globally accessible, to say nothing less of uh, less boring. Here's a thought. Why don't they just hand out awards to deserving performers and creative people and skip the political lectures none of us want to hear? The date for the big show this year, February 24th, the year after, Oscar will be moved up to uh, two weeks earlier. Those are some of the week's top consumer stories. We'll look at a few more later in the show. Coming up next, Andrew Lacey, CEO of Prenuvo, who will talk about proactive choices we can make to reduce the risk of serious disease in our lives. Andrew says, hey, we go to the dentist for checkups even when there's no pain, so why not treat the rest of your health the same way with an annual scan? This will be interesting. Stay with us. You're with Vancouver Consumer on 980 CKNW. And welcome back to the program. Sterling Fox with you on this, well, kind of a mixed bag Saturday afternoon. The only good thing that we can say about it is the air is clear, finally, and it's not raining. And we'll take both of those in that order. Nice to be with you today. And a pleasure to welcome Andrew Lacey to the program. Mr. Lacey is the CEO of a company called Prenuvo, which has offices and a clinic here in Vancouver and wonderful plans for global expansion. Andrew Lacey, welcome to Vancouver Consumer. Hi, Sterling. Thanks for having me. Andrew is an Australian from San Francisco, and you can figure that one out. It'll take hours. Uh, but uh, here in Vancouver, for how many years? How long has this, this clinic on West Broadway near Hemlock been operating, Andrew? So the clinic's been operating for about 10 years, and the product that we 
now do under the brand Prunuvo, we've been doing for about five years. Okay, so tell us what, because uh, I used a wonderful quote that I stole shamelessly from your website. You say, look, we all, not all, but a lot of us are very comfortable on an annual basis going to the dentist for a checkup, even if we're not in pain. It's what we do. Like some of us go for our annual medical checkup. Mm-hmm. You're suggesting that some of us, not all again, but some of us should also consider an annual scan. Why? Yeah, I think um, uh, when people go uh, for their annual checkup, there are a couple of uh, sort of standard of care tests that you can do, for example, mammograms or prostate exams, where people do tend to do them every year or two. You bet. But what's strange about the medical industry today is in spite of all the advances we've, we've had in treatment, there hasn't been a tremendous number of advances in diagnosis. And many of the things that can go on inside your body really are only picked up when a doctor pushes and prods to see if anything feels a little bit unusual. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that most uh, health conditions, bec- you know, they tend to become quite advanced before you can feel something different. And so uh, what, we sought out, what we set out to do was to create a scan that would look inside your body in exquisite detail and see what was going on before perhaps you even felt symptoms. Now, the scan, let's, let's get to the, the technical end of things because we're talking now about an MRI, aren't we? Correct, yes. So tell us about MRI, magnetic resonance imaging, and, and the fact that it, A, offers no harm to an individual unlike radiation and the X-ray approach. Correct. An MRI uses very strong magnetic fields to look inside your body, and it can tell um, both anatomically and functionally what's going on inside. So it's very good to see... Uh, to learn if there are any potential problems, for example, with your musculature or your, skel- your skeletal frame or your spine. But also we're beginning to use it now to look at the tissue itself and understand exactly what it's doing. Interesting. You know, a lot of us, an MRI is just not on our radar, no pun intended, but we, we certainly see it all the time. You know, so-and-so got hurt in the big ball game last night. And he's, going to, he's going for an MRI first thing in the morning. And we'll, we'll tell you at the noon sports if he's going to play in the next ball game. So we hear about MRIs all the time. But that's always in someone else's particular frame of reference. So how do, we, how do you bring people around, Andrew, to thinking about doing it for themselves? Yeah, I think, you know, what's fascinating about MRI is it's been around for the last 30 years. And it's mainly been used to look at bones. Uh, and, uh, you know, an analogy might be mobile phones have been around for 20 or 30 years. And it's only in the last 10 years we figured out we can do things other than make phone calls on those phones. Right. And the MRI is a very, very powerful machine that, if tuned differently, can look at lots of different signals that your body is giving out. And we can use those to really um, learn things about you that we didn't know or we weren't able to do with MRI 10, 20 years ago. Interesting stuff. So you talk about being able to tune the machine, the MRI scanning machine itself. So whereas some might be after that sports injury to the big guy's knee, that machine is tuned to scan those types of things. So Correct. yours is, is completely set up completely differently. Yeah, let me give you an example. We use one particular advanced sequence that actually looks at how freely water can move inside your body. Now, why is that important? Well, cancer cells tend to be very tightly packed. And so if we find areas in your body where water seems to be restricted, often that's a hallmark of a tumor or the beginning of a tumor. 
Interesting stuff. So how, uh, I'm sure, because you've been at this now for quite a number of years, although the pre-nuvo part of the business is quite recent, it's it's been rebranded, but nonetheless, it's an existing facility here in Vancouver that's been operating uh, Broadway and Hemlock area for quite some time. So did you tune the MRI machine 10 years ago for this specific application, Andrew? Yeah, we started doing it around five or six years ago, but uh, we're constantly learning uh, and, and both conducting our own research, but also uh, there are, every year there are hundreds of studies of different ways that MRI can be used to diagnose diseases. And um, we're the only clinic that we're aware of in the world, in fact, that's doing this in the context of the whole body. So we do our own research and we adapt our scans um, year by year. And then we also rely a lot on researchers at some of the top medical institutes in the world. Okay, so uh, tell us a little bit about, because it has been rebranded, and Prenuvo is now the name of this company based here in Vancouver. You live in San Francisco. I know there are plans to open a clinic in San Francisco and Los Angeles and elsewhere on the planet, including, of all places, Finland. So going forward, they're all going to be known as Prenuvo. Tell us what what Prenuvo means. Where did that come from? Yeah, there's a story behind Prenuvo, uh, and, and it's somewhat a sad story, but it was also a very motivating story for the team. So uh, Reno was a friend of uh, my co-founder Raj, and while she was raising three young children, she often complained about feeling very tired. Um, She went to a doctor, and like most doctors, the doctor considered that you're feeling tired because you're raising three young children. Possibly, sure. About a year later, she was diagnosed, uh, sadly, with late-stage colon cancer. Um, and she died at the age of 38. And so the story behind the name Prenuvo is you wanted to prevent another Reno, so, uh, which was the name of this uh, childhood friend of uh, my co-founder. Oh, so there's a real sentimental aspect to the name as well as a sounding kind of snappy medical and corporate all at the same time. Yeah, you know, we're, we're a young Vancouver startup, but our mission here is to, in fact, eradicate advanced disease from the world. Now... Why we think we can do that, we can't stop you getting sick. But the earlier we can find it, the earlier we can treat it. And the earlier we treat disease, the more treatable it is. Sure. Back to the dental analogy. Even though you don't feel pain, you go for your annual checkup and, oops, you've got a cavity. So you get a filling. No biggie. Costs you a couple of hundred bucks and off you go. Beats the heck out of a root canal, which would have happened and been necessary had you not had your annual checkup. Precisely. In fact, um, there's been so many advances in how cancer is treated. And in fact, most cancers today are treatable and survivable if they're detected early. The problem is that today still around one in two cancers are detected when people turn up to a hospital presenting with acute symptoms of advanced cancer. Right. And that's, the, that's sort of the sad story that we really want to reverse. Right. So now, if there, I'm, I'm trying to think of who would be perhaps, Andrew, the most likely candidate to consider this new approach to personal health uh, going forward. For example, if you have a history of cancer in your family, uh, even though you're fine, uh, that might be enough of a deal breaker for you to go, look, it, it's, it goes back generations. It's not a pretty picture. Maybe I should get a scan once a year and, and at least sleep better at night. Yeah, we're still learning a lot about what causes cancer. So I, I can't pretend to know all of the answers um, 
but for sure, people that have a family history of cancer, we, we have a lot of them come into the clinic and they come in both because they think they might have a higher risk of cancer, but also because they just want peace of mind. Absolutely. That what happened to their family member isn't going to happen to them. Right. And uh, is there any, any way, by, by just in terms of ballpark, people who have that family history of cancer, who are concerned enough to come in and have a scan, what percentage of them if you can find a number, yeah. are actually cancer-free and, and, and do sleep better at night just because of that. Yeah, well, we just finished up, in fact, uh, a clinical study of 1,000 patients uh, who came into the clinic without any symptoms. Um, and uh, Just for a checkup, just, just for, for a scan. Just for a checkup. So we ruled out people that were you know, getting treatment for cancer or had quite acute uh, symptoms that were symptomatic of cancer. Okay. And we found that w- we had significant findings in about 3 to 4% of people. Some of those were very early stage cancers and some of those were other uh, diseases or potential diseases like aneurysms, for example, or fatty liver disease. And you can detect an aneurysm? Correct, uh, we do. Uh, isn't that something? Because I thought an aneurysm was kind of a spontaneous event, but clearly it's not if you can detect it in advance. Well, the, the aneurysm, the spontaneous event that you're speaking of is the bursting of an aneurysm, oh, okay. which tends to be uh, fatal. Yes, exactly. Um, but many of us have, or not many, but there are many people that do have uh, aneurysms uh, in their brain that in fact can be treated so that they don't burst. And the reality is most people never know about them. We're not sitting here and spending an hour on a Saturday afternoon trying to scare the bejeepers (laughs) out of people listening to the program, Andrew. But it is important to know, I think, for just one's own personal information, that if you are curious or nervous or anxious about your health relative to your, well, your mom, your dad, your your great aunt, whatever, that there is a remedy. There is, a, you can, I mean, it, it'll cost you a few dollars, yeah. but uh, for, the, for the cost in terms of the peace of mind quotient in your life, it's a drop in the bucket, isn't it? Yeah, and the, and the vast majority of people, so we're speaking 97% of people who come and do the scan, they leave with peace of mind that there's nothing going on inside their bodies. How long does it take from the time you go up to the, uh, the clinic up there at uh, West Broadway and Hemlock and submit... I'm using a strange word, to a scan. It's really kind of, I've had one. And yet you get on this trolley thing and you lie down and it slides you into the machine and it's kind of a cool futuristic experience, I thought. Uh, but when people go and do that, how long between the actual scan and the opportunity to find out what the scan results are? Yeah, we, we typically return results, if not the same day, then within 48 hours of the person getting the scan. So it's so a lot faster fast than turnaround, yeah. a lot faster than a typical radiology uh, uh, scan that you might do uh, at a typical clinic. Must one have a referral from a physician to uh, obtain the scan? Is that you can't just walk yeah. off the street, right? Absolutely. Today, uh, because we're doing a clinical quality diagnostic scan, we do require a referral from a doctor. And if... Uh, in the case where we have patients that don't have a family doctor. Well, lots we, of them in Vancouver. Yeah, we put them in touch with a doctor that's familiar with what we do and can help facilitate that referral. Oh, okay. Uh, so that it, 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 you, the referral, referral rather is a requirement, but if one doesn't have access to a physician, that arrangement can be made. Correct, yes. Okay. We're in conversation with Andrew Lacey, who is the CEO of Prenuvo. This is a very interesting conversation, and we welcome your contribution. We're going to take a quick break for the news here, during which we're going to open up the phone line, 604-280-9898. Again, 604-280-9898. Your calls to Andrew Lacey when we continue on Vancouver Consumer after the news.
And welcome back to Vancouver Consumer for Saturday, September the 8th, with a bit of a closure on the old Granville Street Bridge. They're shooting a movie, and uh, it's, a, it's such a such a joy. <laughs> Downtown Vancouver <laughs> traffic jams. It's Sterling Fox, joined by Andrew Lacey, the CEO of Prenuvo, and they're online at prenuvo.com, P-R-E-N-U-V-O.com. And on the website, it says, our goal is to help you lead a life free of advanced disease. And Andrew, that's it's a laudable goal. Um, can we talk? To, we're going to get some calls in here. Uh, we've got some callers on the line, and we'll get to those calls in a minute. Just, but I wanted to ask before we get to our calls, so because we were talking about the doctors and, and all of that beforehand, and and how this pr- procedure requires a physician referral before an individual can go get the scan. Mm-hmm. What what is the British Columbia medical community saying about Prenuvo and your scan and your approach? to proactive uh, early diagnosis if necessary. Sure. Uh, thanks for the question. Uh, to be honest, it's becoming less and less a problem um, with every passing month. But for sure, there's a certain amount of resistance in the medical community. And part of that is just natural. Um, we, uh, we're humans and we're grounded in the techniques and practices that we've used um, for many years. And, and doctors are no exception to that. Mm-hmm. And, and then I guess some part of that is just a lack of appreciation for some of the clinical research that's really come through in the last 10 to 15 years. And a lot of that hasn't really found its way into practice just yet. Well, we were having a chat before we began the show, and you were talking about uh, the, the reluctance of, of some of the medical community to, to jump on board. But then you use some real examples. X-rays were invented, what, 50 years before they became accepted, typical, normal practice. And there were a couple of other examples you used as well. Yeah, for example, mammograms were first uh, invented in the 60s and and in most uh, public health systems they haven't really adopted a standard of care preventative screenings uh, for about 30 or 40 years. So mm-hmm. it just takes some time for new approaches uh, to really find their way into the health system. I'm glad you brought up the whole public health care system. Is Prenuvo and the scans currently offered covered by the public health system yet? Not at present. Um, our long-term goal would be, in fact, to... Uh, our long-term goal is to change the way that health systems do preventive health. Mm -hmm. And so in the long term, what we would like to see is a health system where you can go in for that scan every year and uh, be assured that you don't have uh, or you're very unlikely to have advanced disease. Well, but we're not, we're not there yet, and that will take uh, realistically quite some time. And it's all about early stage, though, isn't it? If you want to get uh, if you, this, the proactive, I'm thinking proactively now and have been for several days in advance of this conversation, and really the more aggressive you can be on your own behalf in terms of knowing what the heck is going on inside you, the less likely you are to be surprised medically, I would think. For sure. And, and we don't see this so much in Canada, but in the US, we, we've found some doctors, for example, are quite reluctant to try new technology because there may well be some legal liability for them, sure, yep. even though it might be beneficial for the patient. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. Uh, we're going to get to some phone calls here because we open up the phone lines. It's 604-280-9898. If you'd like to jump in on the conversation, let's go to North Vancouver. Grace, good afternoon. Thanks for waiting. Yes, good afternoon. Go ahead to our guest, Grace. Yes, yeah. Well, you asked a couple of the questions I wanted to know about coverage. Okay. And um, so if you have extended health coverage, is that uh, not um, one that uh, would cover this? You mean like a Blue Cross or some other plan like that, yeah. Grace? Uh-huh. Andrew? Yeah, we're starting to talk to some of the insurers, but to, to be honest... Um, 
the techniques that we use are quite new. Uh, this is the only clinic at the moment in the world that is doing these whole body comprehensive advanced MRI scans. And so uh, just as we're going through a process of educating the community about how important it is to stay in front of their health and that this scan might help, we're also doing the same thing with insurers. So we hope that they'll be covered um, in the not too distant future, but at present we don't believe they are. Okay. Anything else, Chris? What about uh, on your income tax? You're allowed to send in a lot of these things that may not be covered by an insurance company. Correct. Two positive notes. First, there's no GST on uh, the scans that we provide because they are a medical procedure. Right. And second, that, that for sure it is deductible against income tax. So oh, there you go, Grace. You're thinking. You're really on your toes today, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, because um, I, I'm dealing with um, a, a, a terrific jolt uh, that, that kind of bashed my brain around and not really recognized uh, by the doctor. And um, now I'm dealing with... Um, Arthritic neck, does this scan show if you're having stenosis and how advanced it is? So the scan covers um, almost the, so the vast majority of cancers, major diseases, skeletal and muscular issues. Um, but what would be best, in fact, would be for you to contact the clinic and for us to go through, with, go through your particular medical situation and, and pull together a scan that's appropriate for you. Okay, because uh, I'm having a very troubling, uh, worrying symptoms, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and I feel that my circulation is being affected. Well, you sound like a candidate for a scan, Grace. Uh, uh, they're online, by the way, at pernuvo.com, and all of the contact points, and they're right here in, in Vancouver, right up in the Broadway and Hemlock area, very close to Granville Street and SkyTrain and all of the transit uh, requirements. So, uh, pernuvo, P-R-E. N-U-V-O, prenuvo.com. Grace, go to the website and have a look, and you'll find all the contact us information there, and Andrew and his colleagues would very much like to see you. Is there a doctor on board, like at the clinic? For sure. The the clinic is staffed by uh, quite senior trained radiologists who are also doctors. Mm-hmm. And in particular, and, and this may be this is important if you've been to do an MRI uh, scan in the past, is that the people that work at the clinic are we make certain that they can really connect and talk to consumers because it's very important if you're coming in to do a preventive screen to understand, you know, what the screen is showing and understand, you know, walk away really knowing, you know, what has been ruled out as much as what we may well have found. Indeed. Are you allowed to see the, the, the results? Oh, good question, Grace. Absolutely. We give you a comprehensive report and we also give you the images that we acquire or that we take of your body that you can then share with uh, doctors and specialists. Interesting. You know, that's a part of our health system, and I'm not going to get any long debates about anything, but this is the one that drives a lot of us crazy. It's our health. It's our file. It's about us. Everything in the file is about us, and for some mysterious reason, we're not allowed to see it. What the heck is going on with that? So it's the opposite at Prenuvo. Yeah, the typical scam we take about... 1,700 images of your body and, and you will walk out of the clinic with those images in your hand. Right. That, you can, then, that you can then take to your doctor and if you need to speak to a specialist, we'll also help you find a, you know, an appropriate doctor to speak with. Right, and the report, the, the uh, actual written part of the report along with the images and all the rest of it is, I assume, presented to the, uh, the, the, the patient in language that individual can understand. 
Correct. When I first joined uh, the company, uh, I did a scam myself and I got a quite short two-page report and it, it had language on it, for example, that my liver was unremarkable. Oh, wow. And I always thought that I had quite a remarkable liver. <laughs> Being an Australian and all, having tested its limits more than once. And you know what you find is this is doctor speak for there was nothing really wrong. Of but, course. But, but as a consumer, you really care about, well, what don't I have then? Right. Um, because that's what I'm coming in for a, for a screen for. Uh, and so we, we spent a lot of time and invested a lot of energy in creating reports that are easily able to be read and understood by consumers. Interesting. Back to the phones and back to North Vancouver, as it turns out. Ben, good afternoon. Hello, Ben? Yes, hi. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Go ahead. Um, my question is, I have, uh, what I think I do, I have homophobia and uh, sort, of, sort of afraid of confined uh, places. Okay. Is there a way that could make it easier for me? Is it a medicine or anything that I can take prior to the MRI scan? Oh, you, you, the yeah. actual being in the scan machine would, would, uh, yes. would, would affect you adversely. Yes. Okay, that's an interesting uh, question. Yeah, uh, one uh, important thing to note is that the MRI machines we use are actually quite large and open, so they're what's called a wide bore machine. So, so they're not as constrictive as many of the machines that you may well have used mm. if you went to get well, a scan stick, at, the, at right. the hospital yeah, in Yeah, well, they stick your uh, head Vancouver. into something slightly larger than a football helmet and you really feel confined. Uh, cool. I was lucky. Yeah. when I, I've had one scan, Ben, and it was it was of the type of, of the machine that Prenuvo uses. It's, it was, I didn't feel claustrophobic. It, it had air around my head. And it's also not particularly long. So you spend, in fact, the, the majority of the time, except when you were scanning your head, with your head outside of the machine. Right, okay. So it's quite it's okay. it's, it's a much more pleasant um, uh, experience than it might be in a traditional MRI. And Ben is asking, is there anything, any kind of calming medication or something that you could give him to to to, to reduce the anxiety even more prior to to the, uh, the procedure? We don't at the clinic uh, keep medicine, but uh, we do if if we know that people have an issue issue with claustrophobia, we work with their doctors to make sure that they have something that can calm them down uh, when they come in for the procedure. Does that help, Ben? Yeah, it does. And uh, my last question, uh, what is the cost associated with this scan? Ah, you beat me to the punch. That was my next question, Ben. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Go ahead. So the, the, the starting point is to say we customize the scans for every individual. So we really um, take the time to understand your family history. Um, your, uh, in some cases, we look at genetic results. Um, we, uh, and we put together a scan package that makes sense for each individual. They start at uh, $9.99. Um, and uh, by way of comparison, a typical MRI for a knee or uh, or a back might set you back seven or eight hundred dollars right. anyhow. So in the same ballpark, there. Correct. Yeah. A- and uh, the other part of the question, I would think, in terms of uh, 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 along with costs, uh, you said it's a fairly swift procedure. Um, is there a medical workup? Uh, do you go through a, a big thing, uh, b- medically speaking, before you actually lie down and, and uh, have your scan? Is is that part of the the process? No, it's actually very simple to do. The only preparation that's required is that you uh, don't eat for three or four hours before the 
before the scan. Okay. And, and in fact, that doesn't mean that we can't scan you. It just means that it gives us a clearer view of your intestines. So uh, if one is uh, like Ben and, and Grace before her, him, uh, t- considering this uh, alternative approach, um, do they need to go to the clinic for a meeting, an interview of some kind first, Andrew, to just have a conversation? I think in Ben's case, he would feel much better if he had a chance to talk to someone, have a look at the gear involved, and, and just determine for himself whether he's going to take be able to handle it or not. Is that recommended, or do you just come in and go, boom, let's get it done? We have all sorts of folks. Uh, you can come in and just get it done, and in fact, um, most people get uh, between booking and having the scan, they can get it within a, a week or two. In okay, fact, oftentimes good. Oftentimes, in, in the next question. day or two. Jeepers, creepers. Everybody's sc- scooping my good questions this afternoon. Um, and then other folks would like to learn more, and we have a pretty experienced team available on the website and, uh, and in our call center to help talk you through both the different options and also answer many of the frequent questions that you might have about the procedure, what it shows, what it, what it can see, what it can't see, and then... Um, and then whether to help determine whether this is right for you. What do you think about the notion that people intuitively feel something is wrong <laughs> and you can't put a finger on it? It's just I'm off my game and I can feel it. That's all I can tell you, Doc. Yeah, it's, this is. It was a very interesting anecdotal finding in this clinical study that we just concluded, where we had a number of patients. I believe it was four patients who didn't present with any acute symptoms, but they had this very strong belief that there was something wrong with Mm -hmm, them. mm -hmm. And we found something. We've had a major finding in each of those uh, folks. Is that right? In all four cases? In all four cases. Was it a serious uh, condition? Uh, Conditions that we found early enough that, that they could be effectively treated. Right. What was curious is that all of them were women. So, you know, what they say about women's intuition is definitely true. Interesting stuff. So, again, though, uh, the fact is you, you, your, your goal, it says right on the website here, our goal is to help you lead a life free of advanced disease. And so it's all about that early detection. So even if it is a serious disease, pancreatic cancer comes to mind. It's a killer. But if you could get it early, early, early on, it isn't necessarily as, as nasty as it turns out to be for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. It's a great example, pancreatic cancer. It's it's kind of widely considered to be a terminal diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, the main reason for that is it just doesn't present with a lot of symptoms until it invades the entire organ. Uh, and, and in the course of the last four or five years, we've found a couple of cases of pancreatic cancer that were stage one. And we've referred them to doctors here in BC and a specialist, and those specialists had never, in fact, seen a case of stage one pancreatic cancer. So again, another reason for the doctors to, to pay a little more attention to the, to the potential for early diagnosis that individuals, uh, that you present with individuals as long as they want to cooperate. Correct. Very interesting stuff. Uh, thanks for dropping by today. A fascinating conversation, Andrew. I, I enjoyed it very much. Thank, thank uh, you very much for having And all of the me. information uh, is on the website, friends, at prenuvo.com. Uh, it is... Uh, uh, P-R-E-N-U-V-O dot com and the flagship clinic, the first of its kind in the world, the first of many is at 1371 West Broadway here in Vancouver. Andrew Lacey, thanks a lot. Thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. We're back after this. 
And once again, our thanks to Andrew Lacey, CEO of Prenuvo, for a very informative visit. It's good to understand what your options are when it comes to looking after your health. Next hour, John Carlson returns from vacation with a real estate update and more on the 1% Realty story. Time now for Duly Noted. And this time around, our producer, Ben Dooley, looks at the Legionnaire's disease outbreak now linked to the Guilford area. Thanks, Sterling. Fraser Health has now confirmed tests for Legionnaire's disease bacteria have come back positive in the cooling towers at the Guilford Town Center Mall and the adjoining Walmart. Officials say a cluster of Legionnaire's disease was detected a few days ago in the Surrey neighborhood. The Guilford Town Center Mall is open, but the Walmart has now been closed for an unspecified amount of time. The Fraser Health Authority is also advising anyone who has developed pneumonia-like symptoms and who is at higher risk, people such as smokers, the elderly, or those with chronic lung conditions, to visit a doctor. Symptoms can include cough, fatigue, fever, abdominal pain, and diarrhea, Fraser Health Medical Health Officer Dr. Amir Barmel said last week. It can vary. Um, and again, it will very much uh, depend on depending on different risk factors and and people's underlying medical conditions. Uh, it can take uh, a few days, but it can certainly take a uh, several weeks uh, to get over the um, the, um, the pneumonia. Legionnaire's disease is caused by a bacteria known as Legionella, which is commonly found in the natural environment, including fresh water, groundwater, and the soil. It can, in extreme cases, be fatal. I'm Ben Dooley, and that's Dooley Noted. Thanks, Ben. Time for a couple more consumer quickies before the news. Time for a rebrand for Max Convenience Stores, a name known even better in Ontario and Quebec than it is here in Vancouver. All Max stores in Western Canada will soon be known as Circle K. Effective quite too soon, too, says the parent company Alimentation Couchetard from its Laval headquarters this week, and most of that will happen by the end of this year. The rebrand was actually announced back in 2015, but Couchetard has so many brands, it's taken a while to get around to max different name and look but the same product lines inside expect changes at your neighborhood store soon toyota has issued a recall for over 7200 prius 2016 through 18 hybrid hatchbacks here in canada due to a problem with an engine wire harness which can wear and cause a short circuit which could increase heat and the risk of fire dealers will check the engine wire assembly and replace anything that needs to be if no repair is needed the dealer will install protective tape. No charge for either remedy either. Dealers will begin to mail notices to Prius owners affected by the recall later this month. And another milestone for our own Nat Bailey Stadium from the people at StadiumJourney.com who've just conducted their annual review of 160 ballparks across North America and found ours to be number 8 overall the first time we've cracked the top 10. According to our good friend Rob Williams over at the Daily Hive the criteria were food and beverage, game day atmosphere, neighborhood, fans, access, return on investment, and special features. We were 14th last year, so this is the first time a park in our Northwest League has ever made the top 10. Even though the Canadians didn't make the playoffs this year, they came close to breaking last year's franchise attendance record with an average of 6,200 per game this season. Finally, the baseball world is coming to understand something we've all known for a very long time. Vancouver has one of the prettiest little parks in all of baseball. That is our first hour of Vancouver. 
Vancouver Consumer Today. We'll take a news break here and return with John Carlson from 1% Realty. Ben Dooley produces Vancouver Consumer. Andrew Ferreira is driving. I'm Sterling Fox. We're back after the news on CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.